And needless to say, as we were trying to plan this podcast out accordingly, you know, to make it flow a little better and, uh, you know, make it work, um, we felt kind of, or I was noticing our family dynamic change a little bit. (laughs) Everyone started nitpicking and kind of, you know, the claws came out a little bit and was kind of getting on each other's cases and realized, yeah, this is probably a podcast that Satan doesn't want done, but is important because it's not talked about enough. So this is going to be the starting podcast that will probably continue on to another podcast and possibly another one after that. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe another one after that. <laughs> we'll just see how far God wants us to take it. So the the heading and the title and the subject of this podcast is Husbands, Men, Women, Wives, Children, Marriage, Families. Families. <laughs> mm-hmm. It all comes down to family. Mm-hmm. And what we've been seeing... And what we've experienced is Satan wants to destroy the family. Yeah. He doesn't want families together at all. He doesn't want men being men the way that God wanted them. Mm-hmm. And, and he doesn't want women to be women. Mm-hmm. And he wants to destroy children. Yeah. Because children are truly a blessing from God. Mm-hmm. Directly from God. Yeah. And so we're seeing that destruction more and more every day. And so we want to just touch base on what God says about all of these dynamics. Um, God created man in his image. So what is God? He's perfect. He's all-consuming. He is powerful. He is a protector, a defender, a provider, a healer. He is the ultimate everything. Yeah. He's just good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he is all around, all powerful. And men are to exude that kind of mentality, that kind of godliness. Um, but you don't see that. And, you know, calm down, guys, because I'm not just attacking you, because I'm going to go after women, too. So, you know, I'm going to attack equally here. Equality. Yeah. (laughs) So, the reason why I'm bringing this up is men are not men. Mm -hmm. And if there are any real men out there, you don't see them very often. Mm -hmm. Um, So, a couple scriptures, I just... going to touch base on I'm not going to go into great depth because we've got hundreds of scriptures and that's what took us so long to hop on tonight is sorting through all the scriptures I'm like you know what Uh, we're just going to start and we're just going to go on continue on you know in different podcasts so 
one of the things that it says, and Genesis is really helpful in getting to know what God kind of had planned. Yeah, what happened um, in the beginning. Yeah, so you start at the beginning, because once you start at the beginning, it's going to be the only way you figure out how you're going to survive to the end. Yeah. And really. Mm-hmm. So, one of the scriptures that kind of jumped out at me was 1 Corinthians sixteen 13. I'm going to kind of jump around, but you'll get the gist of it. It says, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men... And be strong. Mm. Men are not meant to be weak or cowardly. They are not meant to be feminine in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. They are to be powerful. And they are supposed to be depended on. And authority. They are, yeah, they're supposed to be authority or authoritative. Mm -hmm. They are supposed to be the spiritual head of the family if there's a family involved they are the warriors they are the soldiers mm-hmm. that's what god called them to be right mm-hmm. you don't see that we have military now that is so weak and cowardly and feminized they don't even know what side is up anymore yeah and it's horrible to see yeah mm-hmm. it's horrible to see my grandfather who was in the military and was a Big time pilot back in the day would be ashamed of what the military has become. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um, so then I look at, you know, from our own experiences and, you know, my past marriages, um, it says, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. That means husbands are to be making sacrifices. Mm-hmm. You do whatever it takes to take care of your wife mm-hmm. and your family. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to reflect what Jesus did for the church. Right. And then it comes down to First um, Timothy 5.8 where it says, But if anyone does not provide for his relatives and especially for members of his household, he is denied the faith. And is worse than an unbeliever. Wow. God expects men, husbands, to provide for their family. Right. Not skip out. Not just leave single, you know, or leave their wives and, and make them become widows. Because God looks at single moms as widows, just like a woman that loses her husband as a widow, too. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's not what God intended. And you had made an observation yesterday about that. Yeah. um, I was thinking that in the Bible, God mentions that there are certain groups of people that, like the church and God's people and each other are supposed to help out. It's the poor. It's the fatherless, the widows, and the orphans. Um, And... Three of those groups have one thing in common. The widows, the fatherless, and the orphans. The one thing that they all have in common is there's no man. Yep. Yeah. And it's interesting how we'd be taking care of those people. Yeah. Because there's not the provider. There's not the protector. There's not that earthly man. Right. Who's created in God's image, in his likeness. There's no head. Yeah. 
So it's very interesting just that those are kind of, I say this with like quotations, but they're protected. Yeah. And, I mean, God has kind of a soft place. I mean, I think that God has a soft spot for those people, for us, the right. widows, the fatherless, the orphans, the right. poor. right. I think he has a soft spot for them because it's they're mentioned. We're mentioned right. multiple times right. that you know we need to be taken care of and looked after, and justice can't be denied us. Right? You know all of that, and yeah. I mean the common denominator is that there is no man in the picture. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know I've talked about this before, and I don't remember if I mentioned it in the podcast or not, but you hear about Joseph. Only a couple times in the Bible as Jesus' father. Yeah. And then you don't hear about him anymore. Yeah. And we don't really know what happens to Joseph. Yeah. Right. But there's no mention really of him being there for Mary. It was Jesus' brothers that were there yeah. for Mary. Or mm-hmm. Jesus himself. Or Jesus. Yeah. And, you know, let's. I'm going to jump ahead just for a quick sec because it bugs me so bad. That people are like, when your kids turn 18, kick them out of the house. They're adults. Nowhere in the Bible does that word exist aside from adultery. And nowhere in the Bible does it say a child is an adult at 18. Right. Jesus lived at home till he was 30. Yeah. And he was taking care of his mom and helping his family. Mm -hmm. And if you looked throughout the entire Bible... The, the young men stuck around the home for decades until they got married, and then they went their own way. Yeah. That was, that's biblical. That's what it says in here. Right. Um, it says that when a, a man gets married, he clings to his wife and leaves his family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't say they venture out on their own at 18 years old. Yeah. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that. Mm-hmm. Right. So be real cautious, parents. Just because your t- kids are 18 years old doesn't mean that that's what they're meant to do. Just go out on their own. Right. Yeah, that's society's view. That's worldview. Well, society, yeah. that's culture, that's worldly. It's their idea of family, their idea of independence right. and responsibility. Yeah. Um, that's their idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's not biblical. No. no. So be real cautious about that. Um, so then it talks about um, the wives and the women. And so in Genesis 2.18, it says, Then the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. Right. A helper. Yeah. yeah. Not a slave. Not a punching bag, not somebody you can use and abuse, but a helper. Yeah, and also not someone that goes, like, who's above the man. Right. Mm -hmm. As well, because there's this whole feminist idea. Which is disgusting. Which I need to find out, I want to say it's in Hosea, but feminism is mentioned, and God calls them cows. Yeah. Yeah. Cows of Bashan, who demanded their husbands to get them a drink, basically. So feminism is mentioned, and God calls from this cows. Yeah, mm-hmm. which so. is kind of fitting because no, well, no, take offense. Yeah. Most of the feminists out there are kind of hideous and not attractive, and they're ugly on the outside and inside. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and there's a reason. 
because that's not what God called women to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God called women to be a jewel, mm-hmm. a modest, mm-hmm. modest in dress, um, you know, talking with kindness, uh, mm-hmm. being teachers, being encouragers. But the biggest thing is you be a partner with your husband or a male, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, it's about building each, each other up. Right. God created men and women differently for a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These disgusting trans people yeah. pretending to be the opposite sex of sex of what God created them is horrible. Yeah. Uh, these so-called men pretending to be women, especially these athletes, they're cowards. Mm-hmm. They're they're basically women abusers, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. Um, they're mentally off, and they're so cowardly they can't even go against their own sex. Mm-hmm. The only way they can win at anything. Is going against somebody they know is weaker than them. So, I have a section of scripture. Okay. <laughs> See? I knew this would work out. Yeah. So, I love it when a plan comes <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Mama Hannibal. Okay. <laughs> so, in First Peter chapter 3, it's verses 1 through 7. It ties completely into what you were saying. Perfect. It says, Likewise, wives, be subject to your own husbands... So that even if some do not obey the word, they may be won without a word by the conduct of their wives. When they see your respectful and pure conduct, do not let your adorning be external, the braiding of hair and the putting on of gold jewelry, or the clothing you wear. But let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious." For this is how the holy women who hoped in God used to adorn themselves, by submitting to their own husbands, as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord. And you are her children if you do good and do not fear anything that is frightening. Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you of the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. Yeah. Little Amen. long, but no, honoring like women as the weaker vessel. Yeah, God made us naturally weaker. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. because men, men are stronger. Yeah, yeah, because right. men again are supposed to be the protectors and the providers mm-hmm. and the defenders. Yeah, that's how mm-hmm. God created men, mm-hmm. and women aren't supposed to be able to do everything men are built to do. Yeah. That's not how God created us. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be different for a purpose and a reason. Yeah. We, as women, get to be a blessing to the world by bringing children into this world. But you work together with your spouse. Yeah. Or even if you don't have a spouse, you come alongside uh, you know, a good guy and you encourage him. Just mm-hmm. like a real good man will come alongside and help a woman out yeah. if she needs it. Yeah. Not because there's expectations or any other ungodly whatever. Yeah. It's in, just because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. yeah, It's how God created people to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, So it's frustrating to see like some of these women politicians, 
uh, that say we can do everything a man can do. No, you can't. Yeah, right. That's not how God created you. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. Yeah, right. What I've noticed is that, you know, evil um, female politicians, and most of them, you know, they're not on the right side of things. There's a few good ones out there, mm-hmm. and they, they're they on the so- side of God, which mm-hmm. they're vocal about that, and that's awesome. Right. But they aren't sitting there bad-mouthing men. Mm-hmm. They're turning to God. Mm-hmm. And they're depending on God because that's the only man that they have in their lives. Mm -hmm. Just like God is, you know, our father, Mm -hmm. my husband, because there isn't one present. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't make, you know, lawn work or (laughs) fixing vehicles or, you know, having to protect a family. Yeah. Um ideal because that's not my job yeah right but i have to do it right because i was put in that position yeah god is helping me mm-hmm. and he does look out for us which i'm grateful mm-hmm. for but still yeah. not my job yeah right mm-hmm. you know my mm-hmm. job was you know to come alongside your dad yeah and to encourage him and he was supposed to lead the family which he didn't want to do yeah he didn't want that responsibility and he made that clear Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that got to be too much. Right. So men need to, you know, grow a spine yeah. and, uh, you know, drop to your knees and start begging for forgiveness because God had a plan for you. And it's not to be a weak, cowardly feminist that, you know, runs away when things get tough. Yeah, it's right. also not supposed to be a woman user thinking that that's the measure of a man. Right. Because there's kind of like that. There's a fine two, line. Yeah, two kind of sides of the spectrum where right. it can either be one really emasculated guy or one that's like, I don't know, that has a distorted view of what a man should be. Right. And a man shouldn't be controlling. Yeah. He shouldn't be abusive. He shouldn't be yelling and screaming and thinking his wife needs to be, you know, bowing down to him. That's not what that means. Yeah. Right. That, that's the distorted view. Yeah. You know, that's way too far mm-hmm. on the other side of the spectrum. It's really finding that happy medium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you got your kids. Mm-hmm. God says that children are a blessing mm-hmm. and to not hinder them. Right. And I'm seeing a lot of parents, um, a lot of... Not even, yeah, they're separated. Most of them aren't married. Mm -hmm. You see some of these disgusting moms forcing their little boys to dress like a girl and pretend that they're a girl. And that's not how God created them to be. Right. So you're hindering what God intended. Mm -hmm. Um, And, well, God warns about that. Right. You don't hinder um, a child from what God created them to be. Yeah. Right. So that's not going to end well. Yeah. Um, but then you look at all these evil people encouraging um, abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at, um, you know, the parents, fathers separate and they end up in gangs or whatever blaming the fact that they didn't have a dad around, but then they themselves leave their own kids behind, Mm -hmm. and they're in gangs, and they're in trouble with the law, and they're in jail, and it's kind of like, if you didn't like 
not having a dad, why would you leave your own kids behind? Mm -hmm. I think that there's, I need to look or do more research, but there's actually statistics showing that people who grow up without a dad, who um, have had a dad that went to prison, to jail, who's been in trouble with the law, those kids are more likely um, to follow in their dad's footsteps, even if they hated it, they're yeah. more likely to do that. And I think that that's a great thing about God is that he'll renew you, yeah. restore you, and make you new so that you don't have to be a statistic. Right. Yeah. You don't have to follow in those footsteps because right. I know in Psalm, it was talking about women, but it said, forget your father's house. Yeah. Yeah. And that's encouraging for me. Right. It's like God has made me new and I don't have to walk in the same things that my dad did. Yeah. Right. And that sort of a thing. Right. I can be different and be new through Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's looking at the bigger picture. You can't use not having a dad in your life as a crutch or an excuse for bad behavior. Yeah. Right. And vice versa. You can't use that excuse if you didn't have a mom in your life. Mm-hmm. You know? But people in the church forget that they can be spiritual fathers and spiritual mothers Mm -hmm. and take kids under their wings Mm -hmm. and encourage them in the Lord in a really healthy way, um, in a godly way, praying with them and encouraging them. And that does tend to head off any bad behavior. Yeah. um, And it keeps kids more focused on the right thing rather than the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so, you know, we'll, we're going to come back to all of these. Um, but then you, you know, we talk about marriage. Mm -hmm. God created man and women or men and women, Mm -hmm. a man, a woman joined together in marriage. Yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. There's not more than two sexes. Yeah. Anywhere in the Bible or in the world. If you're a so-called scientist and you're saying more, there's more than a man and a woman, you're not a scientist, mm-hmm. you're a demon, yeah. and you're lying, people, mm-hmm. and you're going to go to hell. So, you know, there's that. But marriage is for a man and a woman, mm-hmm. plain and simple. Please don't tell me as you're living a gay lifestyle that you're a Christian because that is impossible. Right. If you're a true Christian, true Christians... Follow God's word, first mm-hmm. of all. Second of all, God even says, if you love me, you'll follow my commandments. Mm-hmm. Right. And that means you don't have immoral sexual relations with another woman if you're a woman or another man if you're a man. Yeah. I don't care what you say. Mm-hmm. If you're offended, oh well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're just offended that I'm speaking the truth. Yeah. You can look it up in the Bible. There's scriptures from the Old Testament all the way to the end. Yeah. Yep. And God warns against that stuff. Right. Yeah. Those people that are doing that is an abomination in God's eyes, and they will go to hell. Yeah. That's fact. Yeah. So there's no good excuse. There's nothing um, about any of that that God says is marriage. Yeah. Um, so... Marriage is between a man and a woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you also, um, in the Bible, it talks about, and this is another issue, uh, with the pornography industry, mm-hmm. they, they're they out to destroy families. Mm-hmm. They're working for Satan. There's nothing good or godly about any of that stuff. 
And even God says, if a man looks upon a woman with lust, he's already committed adultery in his heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And let's be clear about that. In the Bible it says, adulterers will go to hell as well. Mm -hmm. So, that's not going to end well. No. Um, And then we have the kids. Mm -hmm. Or, well, we talked about the kids. Mm -hmm. But... But what I want to say about the kids is you're supposed to teach your kids in the way that they're supposed to go. Right. Mm-hmm. So when parents are putting their kids in public schools and they're saying, well, the government does a great job raising my kids, why are you surprised when they are acting out and getting mm-hmm. into trouble? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, really? Yeah. Look what they're learning. Look mm-hmm. what they're surrounded by. I mean, kids nowadays are encouraged to do everything evil that they can think of, including being disobedient to their parents, Mm -hmm, which is, you know, coming down to getting an experimental vaccine without parents' permission or getting an abortion. Mm -hmm. And more likely, the abortions are cover-up for sexual abuse anyways. Yeah. So it's kind of like parents need to be aware of what's going on with their kids. Yeah. And if your kids come back and say they hate you, Say you don't care. Because your job as a parent is to protect your kids, Mm -hmm. to keep them as pure as possible, and teach them in the way they need to go towards God. Following God and His Word, His commandments. Mm -hmm. Not what the government says. Not what the public schools say. Mm -hmm. What God says. So, parents, don't be using the lazy excuse of, I'm just... I, I just don't have the patience for it. Yeah. I, I can't homeschool. What what a cowardly way to say anything. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have enough faith in God, he will get you through it. Yeah. I know this as a fact. Yeah. <laughs> because I didn't think I could homeschool. Mm-hmm. And even as a single mom, been able to do it. Yep. And now that my, most of my kids are growing up, they've been able to help along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so God works it out. Right. Put your faith and trust in him and he'll work it out. Yeah. So also the issue of discipline. Most people don't want to discipline anymore. Right. Right. And it's like the one who spares the rod hates his son. Yeah. Yeah. It's in Proverbs. Yeah. And God disciplines those he loves. Yeah. And there's a scripture, I think, Izzy, you have it, but it's talking about a father's disciplined us and we respected them yeah and god disciplines those he loves right mm. and there's also another verse where it's like um if you give the rod to your son he won't die <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like if you discipline him he's not gonna die he'll right. be just fine right yeah. but mm-hmm. you know you don't do it out of anger yeah because it does say you know fathers do not provoke your children to anger yeah but you do let them know it's because you love them, right? That you discipline them, and you don't do it so, I guess, over the top, right? So I mean, there's you discipline them because you love them, but you don't so they hurt, learn something. Yeah, you don't yeah. hurt them because you're angry, right? Yeah, yeah, because that's abuse at that point, right? Yeah, I have a verse. It's yeah. Proverbs. Chapter 29, verse 15, it says, The rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, one of the Ten Commandments, it says, Honor your father and mother, mm-hmm. and it will bring you long life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God will give you long life if you honor your father and your mother. Yeah. Yeah. 
That doesn't mean you spout off. It doesn't mean you join BLM or Antifa and start killing people in the streets because you got paid a couple thousand bucks or something stupid. Mm -hmm. It means that God sees everything. Mm -hmm. He knows your heart. He knows every thought. He knows every whisper, every negative thing, any good thing. He knows it all. Yeah. And when you're dishonoring your mother and your father, Mm -hmm. that's going to shorten your life. Yeah. God's going to deal with you swiftly on that. So you got to be cautious. What were you gonna say, Joss? I was gonna say I. This kind of happens from experience. Whenever mom tells us, "Don't do that," and we do it anyway, we end up getting hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how I cut my leg open. <laughs> yeah, so it's like a little, little bit, drowned. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So every single yeah. time, whether even if it's something small like "Don't climb this," or you probably don't want to eat that. Don't do it because it usually means that your mom or dad is trying to protect you from. Yeah. Really yeah. hurting your body. <laughs> yeah. And it's not that, you know, we're trying to be old fuddy duddies. I mean, we have yeah. fun and adventures, right. you yeah. know. It's because they love you. Yeah. But there yeah. are just some things that parents are wiser on. Yeah. And it's smart for you to listen to what your parents have to say. Right. I mean, most parents, I would think, have a good heart towards their children. Not all of them. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when I talk to my kids or see something that isn't right, I tell them. And I've let them know since they were young, I don't care if you hate me. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you get mad at me. I'm doing my job because in the end, I have to answer to God. Mm-hmm. I don't answer to my kids. I answer to God. Yeah. God tells me to do something. I do it. Um, if I get a warning, I warn, yeah. and there's a reason. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the the kids are right. I mean, there's mm-hmm. been numerous times where I said, that's probably not a good idea. You probably don't want to do that, or don't do that. And they do it, Yeah. and something bad happens. Like, mm-hmm. really? I know, I know. You told us not to do it. <laughs> like, you know, don't stick your finger in a light socket. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, sometimes it's just common sense. Yeah. Um, and just honor your father and your mother. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much to talk about. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is you don't hear about families being talked about anymore. Yeah. You're seeing so many divided families. I mean, we're divided as a country, which is bad enough, but families being divided, and this is Satan's intention. He wants families destroyed because families are the purest form of God's blessing in a country, in in a society. Um, You know, a whole family coming together is unbreakable and it's unstoppable Mm -hmm. um it's powerful and people don't don't get that right um you know (sighs) people just need to be paying attention i can't say that enough (laughs) um i i said it before, but I've noticed that Satan's really gone after the fathers mm-hmm. and the husbands and the males. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've seen the FBI arrest innocent Americans and they split up their families. 
The FBI is of the devil, plain mm-hmm. and simple. They are the new Nazi regime, mm-hmm. and there's nothing good about them. Nothing. Right. Yeah. Uh, God will destroy them one way or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going down. Yeah. Um, but they've separated families. That's what Satan does. Yeah. Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. And Satan is getting away with a lot. Right. And the church is allowing it. The church... A lot of churches are encouraging it when they shut the doors during the beginning of "quote unquote" COVID. Um, they basically close the door on encouragement and hope, mm-hmm. and keeping the family unit encouraged to stay in the faith. Right. They close that door, yeah. and people losing their jobs. There was no encouragement in God's going to take care of you, husbands. You know, I see husbands committing suicide or dying of heart attacks or going on medication and dying from this and dying from that. It's like, why aren't you paying attention? Wives, where are you? Why aren't you praying for your husbands? Why aren't you praying with your husbands? The most powerful thing you can do is grab hold of your husband or your wife and start praying. And then pray with your kids. Pray over your family. Yeah. God will protect you and he will look out for you. Right. But your faith and trust needs to be in him, not in the government, not the FBI, not the police, not in your job, not in any of that stuff. Because yeah. all that Satan will take mm-hmm. because he knows your weaknesses. He knows your weak points and he's going to come after you that way. Yeah. That's why your family needs to stick together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, we just wanted to touch base on that. This went a lot longer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, just you're, really, really quick. No, you're fine. Before you close out, um, I guess I just want to remind everyone and encourage people that if you have believed lies and been led astray or you're living in sin and being deceived, you can repent. Yeah. yeah. You can ask Jesus to forgive you, to mm-hmm. save you, to deliver you. You right. can ask god to give you wisdom to lead your family better you can ask the holy spirit to help you and counsel you and comfort you right you can ask mm-hmm. you can repent you can be saved yeah you can yeah. change how you're living because right. jesus is powerful enough to do that right to save you to yeah. deliver you yeah to take you out of your sin and all of that but you need faith you need repentance and you need to want to leave all that. Right. Yeah. So I just want to throw that out there. Well, thank you. I'm You're always welcome. doom and gloom. <laughs> yeah. I always forget that, you know, God is all powerful. Actually, I don't forget that. I just yeah. don't remember to always encourage people in that. And yeah. Clearly, that's something I need to work in. We work together. Yeah. <laughs> we finish each other's sentences. Start, start holding up and post-its. Ma! Some hope. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, pray, repent. No, I'm just using. Um, but, yes, thank you for the reminder. Absolutely. So, anyways, we'll continue this and dig a little deeper into each of these subjects and just try to encourage people to remember what life used to be like yeah. mm-hmm. when things were good, mm-hmm. um, when God was a priority and yeah. not a virus. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so we love you guys and we thank you for listening and sorry for the chaos and, you know, all over the place. 
you know, it was just on my heart to get a get a podcast out and yeah, we tried organizing, but then we're like, nah, let's no, just, yeah. we're just gonna wing it. Just go yeah. for it. <laughs> so God bless y'all. Uh, good night, and God bless America.